0: Hey, welcome. You are listening to Game Day Birds Not Balls. And my name is Micah Burgess. I'm a birth doula in Waco, Texas. And I have been enjoying hosting a podcast. It's been so much fun. I hope you guys are enjoying it, learning a lot. And I'm going to back it up a little bit and talk about my own childbirth experiences, Uh, not just my clients or family and friends, but mine. And Uh, In my book, uh, The Humor and Birth Stories and Insights from a Doula, I have a chapter called It's Personal, and I actually start off by talking about my birth experiences, and then I actually did a podcast with my husband not too long ago, and it's called, uh, the title is It's Personal as well, and he and I are actually kind of discussing all of our births, but just little snippets, little pieces. But I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper. Maybe you can relate to some of the things that I'm talking about, or maybe it helps you if you're expecting and you're like, "Ah, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to think and what is this going to look like? And so anyway, maybe that'll be helpful for you guys. So we will start with my first birth (laughs) with my first child. Her name is Gabrielle. Uh, She's actually 28 years old now, has three kids of her own, and I got to attend all three of those births. Um, But I you know, obviously was a first-time mom. And there are so many things that you don't know. I mean, you can Google as many things as you want. You can do a childbirth education class, which I highly, highly recommend that you do. Uh, you can talk to other people. But the truth is, is that you really aren't going to get the full picture of what it's like to give birth until you're giving birth. I wish that I could, you know snap my fingers and, and something I say is magical and it transports you there and you totally understand it. You totally get it, but it just doesn't work that way. So when I think about Gabrielle's birth and I think about, you know, going back at the start, like pregnancy, first of all, my husband and I got pregnant really, really quickly after we got married and we weren't expecting to get pregnant that quickly. I mean, we weren't going to wait a long time, but we weren't expecting to get pregnant that quickly. Uh, This should be a little window into my life. I have six kids, like I already said. And so (laughs) it is not difficult for my husband and I to get pregnant, FYI. So I'm pregnant and you know, it's, it's new. It's, it's exciting. Um, I'm happy to be pregnant. Um, I've always wanted to be a mom, but pregnancy is hard. And, and while I didn't have any medical issues whatsoever, very thankful, very blessed. um, It's just uncomfortable. You know, it's, I don't know, You're one minute you've got, ah, you're starving the next minute, you're nauseous, and then you feel full and you don't want to eat or you get heartburn or, you know, it's just something always, constipation. I mean, y'all, it's just endless, the stuff that you just normally deal with in pregnancy. It's hard to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my pregnancy was very normal, very typical. Um, and my experience was probably what most people experience. So nothing really, I don't know, earth shattering about my pregnancy. I do remember one time I was in uh, the bathroom and I'd just gotten out of the shower and my husband comes walking into the bathroom and he literally starts laughing, like out loud cackling. And I'm like, dude, what? And he's like, I just can't believe how big your stomach is. It's just crazy. So you couldn't tell that I was pregnant from the back. So when I turned around... (laughs) it really looked like a watermelon sticking out, right? That's out. and that's what made him laugh. That's what made it so funny is I just can't get over how quickly you're growing. Um, So that was not, I wasn't laughing. I didn't think it was that funny, but he sure did. And obviously that stuck out to me. So um we're getting closer to time. Um I had chosen to have a home birth and so I've been seeing my midwife regularly and everything is going well. I feel prepared. We've done the childbirth classes and uh there was and, and I'm getting Braxton Hicks, which is like the tightening, but it's not really contractions. It and it's not painful either. Um, but I get this tightening and then it'll go away. And I get this tightening and then it'll go away. Um And so that's been happening for weeks. Um, Finally, you know, one day we were out at my parents' house and we're doing a puzzle. And I just kept going to the bathroom. (laughs) Like, I just felt kind of off, felt kind of weird. And then I noticed that the Braxton Hicks were quite a bit stronger. Um, They seemed to be happening a little bit more regularly. And I was like, huh, this might be something, you know. I continued to hang out at my mom's and do the puzzle. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon. And then, um, so we headed home because they were getting more intense. Um, and it did seem like, okay, these are contractions, um, called the midwife and she came, I was dilated to four centimeters. I was in fact in early labor. Um, and my contractions were in pretty intense from the word go. Like if I had been in early labor for a long time, I wasn't aware of it. Um, and that's kind of been the case for me for the most part. Um, I'm not either, I don't really have long early labor or I'm just not aware that I'm in early labor. It just always feels like, boom, I'm in active labor. Like when I really start paying attention and noticing it. So I wasn't, even though I was a four, I was in active labor. I'm having strong contractions regularly. And, um, so I got in the bathtub and I was probably in there for maybe 30 minutes, just trying to relax. It was super helpful. And then when I got out of the tub, I mean, I thought, oh my gosh, what just happened? Like everything changed. So my midwife checked me again and I was an eight. I went from a four to an eight in 30 minutes. Okay. This is why I've always referred to my first birth as fast and furious, because when a a birth goes fast, it is intense. From the word go, it's almost like being in transition the whole time. The contractions are that strong. They're right on top of each other. There's no break. And this was my experience um, with my daughter. And so, wow. Okay, so I'm in transition and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. I mean, this is tough. And I had already decided that I wanted to use the birthing stool uh, to sit down and give birth that way. I didn't want to be laying down. Um, I wanted to be kind of sitting up. And that way I was able to relax a little bit more um, and, and not have to hold my own weight, ha- not have to hold my own legs, let gravity help, all that good stuff. I mean, y'all, the birthing stool, if you can give birth on the birthing stool, that is Gold. That That's the best tip you're going to get in this particular podcast episode. If you have access to a birthing stool, go for it. Okay. And now a word from our sponsors. So I'm sitting on the birthing stool and I can feel a baby coming. It is time to push. And I don't even remember having to like really push very hard. She was just coming that fast. Like I barely had time to wrap my head around it. And so first time mom, I'm 21, kind of starting to freak out a little bit because it's so intense. It's happening so fast. So she's coming down and the midwife is like, Hey, my God, reach down and, and touch your baby's head. You can touch your baby's head. And I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. no. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy having a baby. I don't have time to touch my baby's head. So she proceeded to, she's trying to get me engaged and not, you know, panicked or whatever, and to really focus on the pushing and the breathing and everything. So she probably asked me a couple times. Finally, at one point, um, she actually Not grab my hand in a mean way, but took my hand and was trying to get me to touch baby's head. And I mean, I jerked back and I'm like, what are you doing? I don't want to touch baby's head. So my husband is sitting behind me and he reaches around to touch Gabrielle's head. We actually didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl was a surprise. So touch baby's head and he immediately starts crying immediately. And that's my sweet sweet, tender, loving husband. I appreciate him so much. Honestly, I think that probably got me in touch with what's happening, the emotion of it all. And um, so he starts crying and that kind of, I don't know, made it a little bit more real. I'm having a baby with this man that I love, which is awesome. So she's coming down and my water had not broken yet. So I'm one of these people that my water doesn't break early. Um, It really does break when it comes time for pushing. And so when she comes down and I'm starting to push and I gave this one really good push before her head came out, right? When her head's coming out. And I mean, my water broke all over my midwife and her apprentice, like splash zone. They, they went, Whoa, like they jumped back and they're covered. They're soaking wet. And I'm thinking, I thought it was funny. Actually. I thought it was really funny. I was coherent enough to recognize what was happening. And then it, Her body just slipped out, literally. Head comes out, body just slips out, super fast, amazing. They grab her. She's good. They put her, you know, with me. I went ahead and laid down pretty quickly um, because I could tell something wasn't quite right. They did discover later that I had a hematoma. That is the worst word in the English vocabulary, by the way. It is awful, because the hematoma is awful. It's a ruptured blood vessel. And so super swollen, a lot of pain, I didn't necessarily tear, but it took a couple weeks for that to really recover. But you know, all of those things were new, everything that I just described to you, i had never done before. So all of it was new for me. And again, it just happened so differently than what everybody explained in terms of a first time mom, mine was just so fast and so intense and so furious and so you know one thing I will encourage you guys in um, as you are having children you know these childbearing years if you are in childbearing years especially if this is your first you're gonna get a lot of opinions Um, there's a lot of choices out there that you can make Um, I have you know I have a podcast episode about that I have that a chapter of that about that in my book about how many choices that you actually have Um, and so I think it's important that if you're going to Google things, if you're going to do a childbirth education class, if you're going to talk to friends or family, I would just choose a few voices to be listening to. You're going to get very, very overwhelmed if you read everything that comes across your path, all these differing opinions. I mean, I get it. I mean, you want to know what your options are. I totally get that. You want to hear different experiences, but as you get closer to time and it, you know, it's, starting to approach game time and you're starting to think about your birth, you need to start whittling away at some of that information and not take it all in because there's no way that your experience, well, first of all, is going to be like everybody else's. It's going to be unique to you, which is great. Um, So my encouragement as you know, for new moms is first of all, don't expect what you think it's going to be like because it's probably not going to be what you expect one way or another, right? Yes, be prepared. Yes, read those books. Yes, ask questions. But then hold it all very loosely when it comes time to give birth of, you know, I know what I want. I know what I don't want. But my body, this baby, this birth is going to dictate a lot of what the outcome is going to be and what my experience is going to be like. So shoot for a positive birth experience, not necessarily a perfect, accomplished birth plan. If if you know what I mean, like have your options and, and be familiar and be confident in before you go into birth about what you want, but understand that it's probably not going to all go exactly the way that you thought it was going to go. And, you know, you have experiences from here I am pregnant now childbirth, giving birth and, and the labor and the pushing part are totally different. Your postpartum is very different in terms of recovery. And so, just know that there's a gamut of things that you just don't know what you don't know, y'all. And I think I've said that a lot, and it's so so true. So my first experience, it was a good experience. It was a positive experience. It it I, I did really well through the breathing part. Some of that is because it was so fast. I mean, I didn't have a long time to actually get super crazy or weary or whatever it was so fast but I mean I just knew I needed to breathe slowly and stay in control I mean I think that was actually my bigger concern is that I would lose control in the middle of this you know birth and then now what I'm I'm having a home birth I don't want to be transferred to a hospital because I've lost my ever-loving mind and I'm not in control anymore so it was really important to me to stay calm and focused and you know my first birth experience definitely has uh set the pace for me in terms of what I do now as a birth doula and I'm thankful for that birth experience I'm thankful for that uh, first experience so I hope this has been enjoyable to hear I hope that it's been helpful for you guys and I can't wait to talk about my other births Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on com. WagoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding expectations, simplifying lives, and establishing legacies that last for generations. Leverage their exclusive network of experts to help achieve your personal and professional financial goals. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect to a wealth advisor today at corient.com com.